All right. Welcome back to another episode of Lending Forward. I'm your host, Taylor Ellard, and joining me are the Mike and Mike duo. That's right. Mike and Mike show is here with me live. And let's start with Mike Ray. Welcome. Welcome to the, to the Lending Forward podcast. We're so excited. Our very own couple of uh, lovely Mike duos from Charlotte, North Carolina with Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. So I just kind of want to get everybody in on who you guys are, why you're here, what it's like at Atlantic Bay. So Mike Ray, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having me. Um, so my name is Mike Ray and I have been at Atlantic Bay now for, I guess, just over a year, almost a year and a half. Um, 14 years in the industry as a mortgage banker and finally made the move from one of the big banks to uh, Atlantic Bay. And I've loved every minute of it. So thank you for having me. And, and I'm very, very happy to be here. Absolutely. So Mike Woodard, how did you get here? Tell us your, tell us your path to lending. Oh my goodness. Um, how much time do we have? So <laughs> it really, it really is essentially the culmination of 10 years of professional trauma there after, you know, multiple industries, um, took some risks, started some businesses, failed, lost everything, had to restart, uh, somehow or another, if you tie all those things together, um, and you throw them in a blender, the output becomes mortgage banking. And so coming up on almost almost four years with Atlantic Bay, and I think I have finally figured out what I'm supposed to do when I grow up. So mighty glad to be here. And it's been a heck of a ride ever since. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know you and I sat down and we took a deep dive into kind of your history because you were doing this presentation. I think a lot of times, Mike Ray, did you, what did you do before you got into lending? <laughs> lending from from day one. So I graduated in 2008 uh, from UNC Wilmington with a finance major, and you know, 08 in finance, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot going on. Um, but got really, really lucky and um, got accepted into a management program with BB&T. And from day one, um, knew that I would be going into mortgage and knew I'd be in mortgage in the Charlotte market. So I have. I moved, picked up and moved from Wilmington in 2008 to Charlotte. And I've been here ever since and um, mm -hmm. been doing mortgage ever since. So it's, it was a, it was a really, really good time to make that happen and get into the industry, but um, not, not a, not a smooth road from day one, you know, definitely had some ups and downs in the market, uh, especially very beginning, starting out when kind of the whole mortgage industry was going into a crisis. Right. Well, it's funny. You don't, I, you don't always get two mortgage bankers in a room and they are both, a lot of times it's either second career or this is it from the get, right? So the fact that I have the both of you guys here and, you know, different career, third career, what have you. I mean, Mike Woodard, you, you started with, you and your wife had a seasoning company, right? And so you, you've been in sales, you were in restaurant industry and such. So selling has always kind of come really natural to you. And it, it does in fact show, but what would you say are some of the other integral pieces to your business that keeps you successful in this industry? It's really a parlay of a few things, Taylor. It was you know, right out of college and I graduated from UNCW as well with a finance degree in 2007. So you go Seahawks. Uh, I ended up in the yacht brokerage industry right out of college. And you want to talk about an industry, an interesting industry to spend some time in while the rest of the financial world was melting down. 
that um, you really learned how some interesting selling techniques when that you're trying to move a product that everybody else is trying to sell and get rid of. And so from there went to went you know went into the restaurant business um, you know and ran restaurant groups for a while, but really and then we had our seasoning company which yes we you know we hustled our seasoning for a few years but really one of the best disciplines was after our seasoning company crashed and we literally had to hit the life reset button and start from well a negative because we had a bunch of debt we weren't starting from zero. I found my way into a car dealership and ran, you know, started an F&I at a car dealership. And you think about, you want to talk about a great training ground for mortgages, uh, you know, putting together car deals, you know, putting together car deals. It's, honestly, it's the same, the same process, the same ratios, the same lingo, the same. We're looking at credit reports the same way. We're looking at all the same things, but we're just using different collateral. And, and so when you're doing, you know, 100 to 120 deals a month in a car dealership, that is, you want to talk about some good batting practice to, you know, eventually find your way into the, to the mortgage space. That was really some of the best discipline was learning how to structure some really creative car deals and trying to sell some creative, you know, my, my client really wasn't necessarily the, the, the consumer. My client was the banks and I was having to sell, I was having to sell deals to banks of why they should buy certain deals with certain people who were trying to buy cars. And what do you think, I mean, what has that, that kind of taught you? So any, any obstacles that you've had to overcome in this industry specifically, um, dealing with, you know, loans not going through or being denied and, you know, just having your customers kind of feel failure. What are some of the ways that you've coached them through it? It's all, it's all about preparation, how we look at, you know, I, I typically am not submitting a deal to underwriting that I know isn't getting approved. And so it's being able to see, you know, the, the, the speed bumps or the gotchas before your underwriter picks them out. You know, so if we've got something that we think might be a little bit shaky or a little bit questionable, let's go ahead and iron that out ahead of time, which is, again, one of Atlantic Bay's biggest selling propositions is, you know, Brenda is my underwriter. Brenda underwrites all my deals. I know Brenda, I know what she looks for in a deal and I know the idiosyncrasies that she has when she's underwriting. And so if I've got something, if I've got a client that we're, is, we've got, you know, some, not even say a red flag, but we've got a speed bump I feel like we need to get over, having the ability to pick up the phone and have a conversation with her and really, all right, Brenda, I need some guidance on this. What are we, you know, here's what we're working with. Um, how do you need me to present this to you in a way that you'll like it? And so that's, that's one of the, you know, I think one of the biggest value adds about Atlantic Bay is the fact that we can have those conversations and that, and, and it allows us to, you know, Brent, you know, so by the time Brenda's got the deal, she's, she's hearing a story from me about these people and she knows what we're trying to accomplish. And so that's, that's, that's been huge in being able to get the deals through underwriting successfully is being able just to get in front of. Uh, the caveats, the the gotchas, the curveballs ahead of time before her throwing them out back to me. I'm already in front of them by the time they get to her. Right. That's huge. And so there's no round robin, right? You don't have to no. hunt down who's processing, who's underwriting. Nope. And that kind of leads me to my next question for you, Mike, right? <laughs> Coming from that banking background, you know, and having to deal with some of that, what would you say are some of the, that you found to be some of the biggest differences here at Atlantic Bay? Well, to, to Mike's point, like having, having your own team is, is just, so incredibly helpful and knowing that, you know, you've got 
a certain group of people that are always going to be there to support you and to, to answer any questions you have and help get anything that you submit to the finish line. Um, you're right. Coming from, uh, you know, big bank, it was round Robin. I think at, at one point in time I had 20, 22 or 23 processors, six or seven different underwriters. Uh, I had one good closer, uh, but that was, that was essentially the only sure thing that I had. Um, and that that brings a lot of you know heartburn to the whole to the whole job. I mean, my my reputation and my ability to get something done is is you know based on how well I can navigate you know juggling twenty three different phone calls to processors saying, hey, what's what are you doing on this file or, or you know what can I do to help? Um, whereas here it's you know I've got one processor, one closer, one underwriter. Um, you know, I get a weekly pipeline call and say, okay, who are we knocking out this week? What can I do to help? And I mean, it just takes so much time. It gives me back so much time. I don't have right. to worry about, you know, getting everything done on my own because, um, and, you know, in the big bank environment, there's a lot of, a lot of cloaks, right? You don't, you don't know who's doing what and who's not doing what. And at the end of the day, you know, my livelihood depended on, my ability to meet closing dates. And, you know, in this business, um, if you, if you miss closing dates and you don't get things done, I mean, you lose, you lose clients, you lose referral partners, your, you know, your name gets kind of drugged through the mud. And, um, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest things that kind of made me step back and think about making a change. It's like, okay, my, my reputation, um, needs to stay pristine in order to be successful in this business. And if there's anything that I can do to help, you know, help keep that reputation, uh, I need to look at doing it. Yeah. So um, that, that whole process of having, you know, just one, one source to go to has just, it's given me back so much time and it's allowed me to go out and get more business because I'm not, you know, I'm not stuck to a desk trying to, to juggle all those different relationships. And so for, you know, streamlining the process is obviously important for not only borrowers, but for agents too, right? Giving them back that time when you're having conversations with potential borrowers and they're in between us and a bank, you know, I think borrowers are, maybe they feel more of a tie with their bank because they've been banking with them for so long, but some people don't even know to shop, right? Some people have no idea that they, they can go elsewhere. I think mortgages coming from their bank are just kind of like in their email, like bogging them down a little bit. So that's maybe they think that's the only way to go. How do you suggest and or coach borrowers to kind of look at it from a, a, a serving platter, right? Like which option is there for you? What would you say? So I, I, I always refer to the, you know, the big bank and mortgage as, as mortgage being the redheaded stepchild, right? It's never the center of attention. It's never going to have all of the technology, all the help, all of the, you know, all the things that now I know are available, um, you know, coming from that world. And so when, when you are somebody shopping for a mortgage and it's part of the suite of products that the bank offers, it may be, it may be a, a good product. It may be good service, but there's, there's so many other levels or layers of things that happen during that process that you really don't have control over. And, and mortgage is never going to be, you know, the number one priority for that, for that institution. Um, you know, here you're looking at mortgage being the only thing we do. And it's something that we pride ourselves on and we have to do it, you know, perfectly essentially to, to keep going forward. And, you know, that, 
that proposition is, is something that I have, you know, conversations all the time about. It's coming from, hey, I've, I've seen how this works. And I know that, you know, there's there's 20 different people that are going to have to touch this file to get it done in the banking world versus here, you know, it could be done in a matter of really days or, or, or a week um, just because there's so many less hands that have to, you know, get their hand in the pot to, to get that thing to the finish line. So I think time is, is one of the big things that uh, is a selling point between the two. And then, you know, product knowledge, you know, mortgage is all we do. We're not here to, cross sell you on a checking account or talk about, you know, business banking opportunities. You know, we want to get you in your home. We want to get you financed um, and clear to close as quickly as possible. And, and that's, you know, how we're built. Yep, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. So I think this past week, um, this is going to air um, next month, but for those who kind of experienced what we experienced last week in this industry, it is a, it's an interesting time, right? So Mike, what are, how, how would you say you're being the advisor right now and how are you setting yourself apart from the competition? Well, it, it has, you know, it's been a very interesting week. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's understanding and explaining to our, to our clients to honestly quit, quit listening to the news, quit, um, quit Googling. You know, I got a, um, I got a, notification i'm in the screenshot i thought i had but i did not from on my phone the other day from the wall street journal saying you know interest rates hit such and such year high at 5.78 percent when in reality the rate was actually 6.28 percent yeah so we've got a a half percent delta in the news from what is being reported and what's what's factual and so it's being able to help our clients understand all right here's the real information you know you've got to you've got to you turn down the crazy um, and understand that their job is not to inform. Their job is to sell headlines and sell fear or whatever, whatever else, sell clicks. They're trying to capture you and get you to stop scrolling. You know, our, our goal is to, to advise and educate, to make sure that you're making the best financial decisions for your financial future. Um, I'm not here to persuade. I'm here to give you tools and resources you need to be able to make those decisions successfully. And so we, we just have to remain very objective. All right. Yes, I know there's a little bit of sticker shock, but we've also got very rose colored glasses on after the last couple of years. In reality, we, we are returning to more of a state of normality. This isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just an adjustment from what we've had. And so having to, what, we're, what I'm, what I do constantly is, you know, honestly, I wish I could fill my hours like a therapist or a doctor does right now or a lawyer, because we're, we're, we're doing as much mindset preparation about the buying process and all the things that are having to go, go into that before we ever even get to the transaction, just to make sure that our buyers are, our buyers are in the right headspace to go down this road successfully. And then again, a lot of that is on the front end of the deal before we, before we ever even actually have the opportunity to swing at writing the mortgage for them. Yeah, I know it's um, that we heard from Dan Habib with MBS highway and it was so enlightening to see how wrong everything is right now. And it's just all in your face and it's, it's like coupled with inflation. It just coupled it up, right? It's like housing and also the housing market and also inflation and also recession and all these negative buzzwords that I think that, and I'm, I'm preaching it on the lending forward Instagram account just trying to make sure people's just shift the narrative. That's all it takes. And when it's all daunting like this, let's be the advisor. Let's rise to the occasion and say, 
Hey, borrower agent, you know, we're here to educate you and no, not this, that. And it's like almost as bad as Zillow, right? Like it's just as bad. People have this <laughs> conception, you know, anyway, well, I know that you two are working on some great stuff up ahead. And I want to know from you guys and, and either of you can answer this, but what is next for the Mike and Mike duo? <laughs> you go ahead, Mike. Well, that's a very good question. I think one that we're, we're still trying to formalize and, and get everything um, you know, set up the right way. But I, I do think that you're going to see going forward um, a joint effort on some of our, some of our marketing. Um, you know, I, I know that, you know, the Charlotte market is a big market. There's lots of players. There's lots of fish out there that, that we can, we can all work together and, and get, but, um, going forward, I think we're going to have more of a, a joint presence, um, in kind of growing and, and retaining some of that, that client opportunity. Um, that's just part one. Um, I think that we're also talking about doing something similar that you're doing here with the podcast and giving information out to our clients, to our referral sources, to our partners and, and help educate them and, and, you know, really give them a good idea as to what, you know, you can expect from us, what you can expect from Atlantic Bay, um, what, you know, what is going on out there in the industry that, you know, you may not get with the big big news, you know, avenues and, and websites. And so um, I think that's where we're headed. I think that we've got um, a, a road ahead of us, but I know that we can navigate it and get there successfully. Yes, you will. Well, thank you for lending forward all your knowledge today. This is extremely helpful, not just for borrowers, but for other mortgage bankers or folks that aren't even in this industry yet. And or maybe thinking about it or at a bank and thinking of coming over. Um, it's just, it's great to hear from mortgage bankers that have their boots on the ground and they're in the thick of it right now with everyone else, but we can, we'll power through for the rest of 2022. So thank you. Thank you, Taylor. Appreciate you having us. Yes. Thank right. you very much. Well, let's go ahead and stop recording. I got to get a picture with you guys.